Welcome to the Natural Physique Podcast with your host, Chris Rendell. Please follow along as I share my journey into natural physique development, drawn from over a decade of training, competing and coaching experience, as well as insights from well-respected guests. This podcast will provide you with valuable knowledge to take your physique to the next level. So without further delay, let's get stuck into the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Natural Physique Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the cheesy intro today. Uh, It was actually one of my clients who suggested to do an intro for the podcast. Um, Just to let you uh, new listeners know what the podcast is all about. And obviously I am here to help with your progression, your journey into natural physique development, sharing a lot of my insights and my journey as a coach and as a natural men's physique competitor. So um, we're going to get stuck into today. So if you've been following my journey, you'll know I am about a week out from uh, the show in Dubai now. So that's the first show of the season and I fly out next Tuesday and I was kind of planning out everything I need for Dubai and it kind of got me thinking of an episode for today. So I want to talk about how you can stay on track with a fat loss journey or a prep whilst traveling. Um, I was initially going to do my peak week. I was going to record my peak week, but um, I think it would be best to cover that um, after the show and to explain what I did for peak week and how how it turned out as well. Obviously, um, we won't know until Saturday, until the results come through of the show and how I perform, etc. So I'm going to wait until the week after the show to kind of go through that episode. Next week, I won't record an episode just because I am, I'm going to be away and I will be busy focused on the show. So it'll be two weeks time before that next episode comes out. Um, I should probably also do an episode on peaking itself. So I might combine the two. I might do two in one week, um, the week after and do an episode on sort of what peaking is for a show, different strategies involved um, or different strategies you can use for that. And then my process, the process I did for Dubai. So that's probably what I will do. Anyway, let's get stuck into today. So when it comes to traveling, if you've got like a work trip coming up and you are in the middle of a diet or perhaps you've got a holiday, then um, there's going to be a few things you're going to have to do to make sure you you kind of stay on track. I'm going to kind of deal this deal with this in, I guess, three or four sort of sections. So the first First number one part is going to be planning an organization for that trip. That is going to be absolutely key to set you up for success um, if you do want to stay on track with your fat loss. Number two is going to be uh, traveling itself and how to kind of go about the the travel day, I guess you could say. Um, And then number three and kind of four, we'll kind of combine them, is going to be what you're going to do during the trip and coming back as well. So I'm going to try and go from two perspectives. So go for like a prep and sort of more of a general fat loss phase where you can, you don't have a like immediate deadline or a strict deadline you might 
allow yourself a bit of a buffer zone. So with that sort of fat loss phase, if it's a long work trip or a long holiday, let's say a week plus, you shouldn't, I would, would say you shouldn't really be striving for more weight loss during that time. You should almost be striving for that to be like a maintenance period. Whereas if it's only a few days, you can continue your progress. So obviously if it's prep, it's a little different. You do have that strict time frame. And my main suggestion is not to go on holiday during a prep. I would always wait until after the prep to organize a holiday. But there's some cases where you might have a, a couple of days away. Like for me, for instance, I have my client Bradley's show this weekend. So I'm going to be away for a couple of days. So I've had to pre-plan and prepare for that as well. So that will lead us into the first point, which is the prepping the organization for going away. So what usually I do is think about the my normal sort of weekly routine and schedule uh, when I'm training, uh, when what meals I'm having to hit, and then sort of incorporate that into the trip. Like how is that going to slot in? Um, now, what I would do before you go away is sort of expect this and plan a bit around your accommodation where you're going to stay. So with your accommodation, obviously it's going to be really useful if you have a gym in the accommodation or a gym nearby within driving distance, if you've got your car or within walking distance, if you don't have access to that. Um, and then I would also suggest making sure you're quite near a supermarket with plenty of food options. So they'd be the two main ones if you are looking to stay on track. So gym, supermarket, and then obviously, you know, other than that, that's probably going to be the main main two, two things. So, oh, actually, no, I, I am missing a point. The next point is... Uh, have somewhere where you can prep food if possible. So rather than a hotel, like try go for the Airbnb if if it's a prep, right? Because it's going to make life a lot more, a lot easier. Now, I'm a bit of a hypocrite in saying that because I am actually staying in a travel lodge for Bradley's um, show. But if you're staying in a travel lodge, you're going to have to change your meals around a little bit because you're not going to have access to cooking sort of equipment so you're gonna have to maybe switch things for pre-packaged chicken or oats you do have access to a kettle though so you can use hot water and then if you are bringing like tupperware box and stuff remember if you're there for a few days you're gonna have to clean them out so bring some washing liquid and a sponge so you can wash it out in the in the bathroom basin i know that's a bit grim but these little things um, are important to remember. So that kind of leads me on to sort of, um, obviously if you've prepped your accommodation, you've got that sorted well in advance, so you've got a good deal and maybe save a bit of money. That leads me on to the sort of uh, packing list. And I think you should always try and start the packing list a week in advance at least, just so that you know you haven't missed anything. So. For instance, I've been doing a packing list for Dubai this week. I started it on Tuesday. It's on my phone. It seems endless, but I'm going over to Dubai to compete, so I need to remember a lot of stuff. Um, but write it down. And then what's going to happen over the week is you're going to remember little things that you need. Um, so the other day I just remembered, ah, I haven't got my sunglasses on that. Um, 
And obviously this is just how my brain works, so you might be a little bit different, but if I don't write it down, then I'm gonna forget that item. So I've got everything written down with the little checkbox at the side. And that means that I can pack my bag ready to go and usually I'll pack it a couple of days in advance. So if there are any changes, you know, like if I need to, if I'm over the weight limit on my bag, then I can make that adjustment rather than stressing at the last moment. Again, if you're on a prep and you're close to your show, stress is the last thing you need. So pre-planning, preparing well in advance is going to be so important. I think it is just important for someone looking for general fat loss as well. Now, what should you prep on the day of travel? Um, obviously, this is going to depend on how you're traveling. Is it going to be a car, train, flight, whatever? Um, but I'm going to go for the sort of flight option. I mean, the other two car and trainer kind of self-explanatory but um and i'm probably going to be similar anyway but i'll go for the flight because that's the hardest one to deal with because you can't take obviously liquids um through security so my suggestion for the flight is um if it's a long-haul flight you're gonna have to take some meals with you um so if you are preparing like uh, meat and like veggie sort of type meals and prepared carbs like potatoes, rice, you're going to want to get those meals in early on in the day before, ideally before you go on the flight. It depends on, again, when you're when you're flying out um, or at least have them early on in the flight because you don't want that type of food to go bad and you don't want to, to get food poisoning, right? So ideally what I'm going to do as I travel to Dubai, it's an afternoon. I'll have my norm, two normal meals um, at home and then um, I'm going to save sort of more like um, meals I can prepare on, on the airplane as I fly. So things like dry foods are going to be your best friend, like oats, protein powder, um, dark chocolate from a fat source rather than peanut butter, obviously not a liquid, so you can take that on board. Um, nuts can be a great fat source. Any sort of dry carb that you can just add to hot water to. So um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some examples here. Maybe like couscous would be a good example or like quinoa or something. You can just add hot water and uh, or cream of rice, a good one. Just add some hot water and then you've got a meal essentially there. Um, so that will be my suggestion. Food that's going to keep for a long time. Dry foods on the flight. And I did this when I went to... Um, when I went to Vegas for the WMBF Worlds, um, I just took on board, it was mainly just oats, protein powder and dark chocolate. And usually the like airline stewards are more than happy just to put, uh, put some boiling water in a Tupperware container for you. Um, so yeah, that would be my suggestion. Obviously, if you're going by car and um, or if you're going by train, you've got a little bit more freedom of what you can take with you there. Um, you could potentially take like a cool box in your car or maybe like a heated flask or something with hot food in there. So can be a little bit different, but obviously flying is going to be sort of, you know, you are going to have to think the most about what you're going to bring for that. Um, so have that ready. Um, alongside that, some other notable things just to have on your packing list um, for going away 
would be um, obviously I mentioned like the Tupperware containers, but remember your vitamins, any supplements you take like creatine, uh, you can usually take that in your sort of main baggage. Um, pro a bag of protein powder is going to be useful just in case there isn't any supplement stores nearby where, where you're staying. Um, so a big bag of protein powder is usually useful. And then it's generally a good idea just to be a little bit over prepared and bring some Ziploc bags, um, some maybe like some spare cutlery and uh, obviously you can't take knives on board but maybe like a spoon or something and uh, a water bottle as well, a refillable water bottle is generally a good idea. So there's some things to note when it comes to traveling itself. Um, now the other big one when you are traveling is sleep. Obviously if you're traveling into different time zones your sleep can be affected. So again it's going to come down to a little bit of organization and planning. If you really kind of want to nail your sleep and this could be particularly important during a prep. Um, now some things I've tried is when I went to the states you could buy melatonin over there and I did supplement with melatonin as I arrived but to be honest with you it just it did knock me out but it just made me feel kind of groggy um, so I would suggest just bringing like some blue light blockers and as you arrive try and get straight into the their sort of um, uh, their sort of time zone so if you arrive sort of like two in the afternoon and it's been a long haul flight, try and stay up a little bit until um, a reasonable bedtime. So you go to bed, you go, to, you might be extra tired, but try and try and get into the time zone straight away. So try and get to sleep maybe eight o'clock or something. And then you'll wake up at reasonable time the next day and you're kind of already in that, that sort of time zone. Um, so that would be my suggestion. Again, it's just a little bit pre-planning. Um, if you need to sleep on aircraft, try and bring some noise cancelling headphones um, or some earplugs and an eye mask is generally a good idea. Um, so that's going to be the other one. And that kind of covers the, the sort of travelling aspect, of course, making sure you're well hydrated throughout the flight. Um, obviously all the dry foods and just remembered a good, another good one, rice cake is probably a really good one to take as well. Um, so yeah. That kind of covers the traveling. So what do you do dur during the duration of the trip so that you're staying on, on track? Um, now, as I've spoken about before, you've already pre-planned where you're gonna stay. So hopefully it's near a gym, near a supermarket. First thing I would generally do if you're there for a few days is get in a big supermarket shop um, and try and get a lot of the normal sort of foods you'd have at home. There might have to be some switches, but generally speaking, you should be kind of going for your staple protein sources, carbs and fats and getting that in. Now, if it is a fat loss phase, right? And you just, you're just going on holiday and you're just gonna look for maintenance, then I would suggest that you are enjoying that holiday and you're actually taking some time to relax and not think too much about tracking calories and too strictly. So I would actually suggest maybe getting some sort of standard breakfast options and maybe some lunch options. But then usually when I go on holiday, I like to have a meal out at least once, once a day. Um, and the way you kind of deal with this is 
if you really, really want it to just kind of maintain and stay on track is you just make sure two of your meals are a little bit lower in calories. So for instance, maybe your normal breakfast is scrambled eggs, toast, um, some veggies. You could maybe make it a little, you could take some of the carbs away and just go for like scrambled eggs and maybe like a side, a side of fruit with some protein yogurt. So you've got really high protein in there. Obviously, if you brought a bag of protein, I would always recommend having a double scoop of protein so you know you're hitting that target. And then perhaps throughout the day, you have a bit of a lighter lunch and also maybe you get just a, a, a nice snack that you would maybe enjoy on holiday, like an ice cream throughout the day. And then, yes, you may go over in the evening with your calories and maybe for the overall week, you are in a little bit of a surplus. So your weight actually comes up a little bit, but over a week, you're not gonna do too much damage. Like you'll come back, um, it may take you a week for your weight to come down, and but most of that is just gonna be water weight and, and glycogen and undigested food in the stomach. So don't stress too much if your weight is up a little bit after a holiday. Um, it's, not, it's not gonna mean that you have to kind of, you know, you've reversed, 12 weeks of dieting or what, however long it's been, unless you really do sort of take the piss a little bit when you're away. Um, but there is, there's ways to be smart about it. You don't necessarily need to track, um, track your calories. Now, if you are doing just like a general fat loss phase like that, I would always recommend syncing it up with a deload as well. It depends if you like to train on holiday or not, but generally for me, um, I'm not a huge fan of doing too much training while somewhere. I do actually like to try out new gyms and maybe do like one or two sessions. But generally speaking, I would tend to just kind of have a bit of relaxation over that time. So you can just pre-plan that with a deload, take some time off training, but still keep active. Something you can keep doing is your steps and keep a track of your steps. Um, usually when, when I'm on holiday anyway, I do a lot of exploring. Um, so that's something you can keep a track of. Um, maybe you do some additional activity as well, like maybe a hike, cycle, run, etc. So um, you might do a little bit more activity than you normally do. And again, that can offset that little bit of a surplus for the whole week. So for general fat, la fat loss, <laughs> that is, tends to be what I would do. When it comes to prep, obviously you're going to have to be bang on track. And as I said before, I generally wouldn't go on a holiday for during a prep. It would probably just be like a trip like I'm doing. So you need to kind of stay within your normal schedule uh, or your normal training schedule. Um, you have your normal sort of pre-workout meal, post-workout meal. Another thing I forgot to mention is maybe bringing your intra-workout in your bag. I guess that kind of comes under supplements, right? Um, but little... Tupperware boxes or Ziploc bags where you enter workout in. So you generally want to try and keep the same sort of routine. Obviously that's going to have to work around whatever you're doing on that trip. So you have to bear that in mind. So for instance, again, whilst I'm away um, for Bradley's show, we're heading down on Saturday, his show's on Sunday. So Sunday's my normal rest day, so that's ideal. But let's say his show was on the Saturday, I would just switch my days around so Saturday would be my rest day because my main priority is focusing on Brad on that day and then I would I would have trained on the Sunday. Um, so it's just about that. You might have to adjust your schedule a little bit, but there's no reason why you can't still have your same sort of food or nutrition target, hit your same nutrition targets and hit your training targets. So once again, it is just a case of 
planning ahead and being organized when it comes to comes to a prep. You need to be extra organized in a prep. General fat loss with no strict uh, deadline, you, you're not gonna be ha you're not gonna need to be as strict with your planning. But what you might want to do, if it is for a sort of a general fat loss, again, is just kind of give yourself a bit of a buffer zone with the date of your goal. So you might say, right, I'm looking to achieve this body weight or this body composition, whatever your goal may be, by from this date to this date. So you've got a bit of a buffer zone and that allows you to fit in that holiday. And again, that holiday should be pre-planned in your timeline ahead. Um, so I always plan out a timeline for my clients' goals with the different phases they need to be in. And if they've got a holiday, I always put that in so we can take account um, of that holiday and what we need to do around it. It may, it may also mean like on the lead up to that holiday, if we really, really wanted to drive fat loss, we would be in a, mo a little bit more of an aggressive deficit the week before. And then going into the holiday, we know we're in a bit of a surplus. So it kind of balances out and actually we still stay on track with the rate of loss that the, the client is wanting. So there are my general tips for the duration of the trip or holiday. Um, what about the sort of coming back, uh, traveling back and sort of getting back on track, I guess. So traveling back is going to be very much the same as what you did traveling to the location. You're going to have to, again, pre-plan for that trip back. You might need to prep some meals at your accommodation. Um, if it is just a general sort of fat loss phase, maybe you don't need to be as strict as that. But if it is in the middle of prep, perhaps you do need to get straight back on track. So exactly the same. Um, I keep remembering things I missed out. So uh, uh, kitchen skills, obviously, is going to be a key one. Um, so go back to the start where I was saying key things to uh, pack kitchen skills because you need to weigh your food out whilst you're there. So... Yeah, pre-measure, pre pre-weigh your food out to take in your bag. Um, another little suggestion for your bag is sometimes you can get these small sort of cool, cool boxes. They're not like hard case cool boxes. They're more like, um, what are they call Like a cool, cool cube, I think they're called. So you could bring one of those in your bag as well just to keep your, your food fresh if you've got sort of fresh produce in there like veggies, etc. Um, again, I would stick to mainly the sort of dry foods on the way back, but a little bit of pre-planning uh, and then obviously it's, it's exactly the, sort of the opposite of going out. You want to just make sure you're getting back to the normal sort of sleep schedule uh, in your home. So obviously when you're back home, you're going to try and fit into that sleep schedule as best as you can. Um, this is where the things like you can tactically use a bit of caffeine um, in the flight, etc. So when you get back, you know you're going to be able to stay up a little bit later until it's a reasonable time to kind of go to sleep or go to bed. So I hope some of these tips helped you guys. Um, again, it's it's the the key point from today's episode is the planning, the organisation, scheduling it in your time frame. Scheduling it up with a deload if you are doing general fat loss um, and if you are on prep, it is going to have to be a little bit more rigorous with how you're planning, especially if you're really close to your show, right? Because for me, I'm going on this 
two day trip with my client. It's obviously a work trip for his show, but I need to be bang on track because I'm a week out from my show. So everything needs to be nailed and dialed in, which isn't a problem, but I've just had to do a bit of planning. I've essentially got my calendar for the next week on, I use Apple calendars and every hour is blocked out with what I need to do. And that's gonna put your mind at ease. So at least for me anyway. So make sure you're doing something like that and you know exactly what you need to do over the next couple of days and it's gonna reduce stress, which is so important and you're gonna be able to stay on track. So I hope some of these tips helped. If you need some more help with this or if you have any questions, please feel free to drop me a message on Instagram. You can go and find me at Crendel Coaching. But thanks for listening to today, guys, and stay tuned for the next episode in a couple weeks' time.